Hey, greetings and welcome to the Mount Rushmore podcast. I'm Jeff and I'm joined as always by my good buddies, Richard. Hello. And Michael. Howdy. <laughs> Richard and Michael debate, deliberate. Brady Bunch situation. We got it totally is Brady Bunch. <laughs> Jan, uh, <laughs> Greg, uh, debate and deliberate the most ubiquitous aspects of a variety of topics. And this time around, it's one that Richard chose. What is it, Richard? It is jobs that I'd be terrible at. Really? can't even imagine you'd be yeah. bad at something oh yes believe me trust me including yeah. according to some my current job hmm. uh -oh. <laughs> i call those people my supervisors <laughs> exactly was it was it a coincidence that you posted like mount rushmore of job search and just back to back mount rushmore of jobs i'd be terrible like are you are you sure you work on linkedin instead of like posting in our in our uh, our group chat no, this this one this one came about because I was interfacing with someone who had a job that I thought I Ooh. the more I thought about it I was like, man, that's a job I would really be awful at, mm. like mm -hmm. be a spectacular failure at. So, God bless the person doing this job, <laughs> being able my, to do it correctly. My wife in her current role, she uh, has a lot of stress and a lot of uh, decisions to make in the moment, and when she comes home from her job, she tells. She kind of walks me through her day and at every milestone she'll say, well, so-and-so came up to me and said this. And then they presented me with this scenario. And you know what I did? And each time I flunk, like <laughs> she says, I stop. And I said, let's reconnect later. You know, she, she makes a rational choice. And each, each time I want to say, you told him to fuck off. <laughs> you know, or, or, it's always the wrong decision. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Yeah. You stopped and considered it their request uh, carefully and said, <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, I guess uh, we should let Michael start and because uh, Richard. Yeah. Uh, okay. My first choice is um, being one of the two sets of guys that walk around carrying that plate glass window that you see in movies. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like, I mean, okay, just yeah. like kind of general, like window installer in general. Yeah. I, I don't trust myself to put those suction cups on and twist it and carry a giant glass piece of glass yeah. anywhere. I, I yeah. am, uh, if anything, uh, I am a huge klutz. I'm always bumping into things. I think I have like bad peripheral vision mm -hmm. uh, combined with being, um, uh, uh, not impatient, but Richard, Jeff, do you remember like when we were kids? Not together, because um, yeah, and... all, all of us growing up in Kansas, <laughs> California. But when, when when once was a kid, uh, and you're like playing a video game, and you can kind of just like brute force your way through it, like there's no there's no yeah. delicacy to it. You're just kind of like playing like ghosts and goblins and making the same mistakes 500 times until eventually you get past the, I don't know, giant devil guy. I don't think you could do that with like um, glass installation. I think yeah. you have to be very precise. You have to be very sure handed. You have to be confident that you're going to make the right choices. But then also when there's a guy drive, like when bullet is driving around, like with his car, <laughs> you gotta be able to like avoid like him or like uh, Popeye Doyle or you know, any yeah. of these guys from the seventies that were like driving muscle cars through like city streets. You gotta be mm -hmm. on your toes, and I am just—I I don't have that any sort of confidence to do to do that. 
how would you feel about your skills mm. at baking and carrying around an oversized birthday cake? Um, also, yeah, also similar. <laughs> also, like stacking watermelons on the side of the road in like sort of cargo <laughs> with a wheel that might be broken. Not good at that one either. Um, maybe like chicken coop stacking. I yeah. can do that. Like just feathers, you know, whatever. But right. no, uh, I, I, that sort of like skilled labor, that's cool to like, but it is, it's like the precision, it's a strength, it's all these things, plus the confidence that you're not going to drop like a $5,000 window that's going yeah. up at Neiman Marcus or whatever. Yeah. I, you know, I think your caution, the, 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 you're thinking day one thoughts here. Like those are amateur um, things that you're looking at. You're looking at for Popeye Doyle or Jim Carrey or Jack Black or mm. Roberto Benigni, you know. Oh, um, all these guys together yeah. in one car, just like in one car. throwing banana peels oh. just haphazardly around. Yeah. yeah. But I imagine like the plate glass, uh, the seasoned plate glass carrier is checking every day for the nor'easter report, you know, or gusts, mm -hmm. gusts of wind, uh, <laughs> things that, uh, or is there a bird migration? Uh, coming uh what's the banana yeah, maybe, peel maybe, maybe what's the for, <laughs> cloudy with a chance of meatballs today you're outside <laughs> and it's just like oh my god not the maple yeah. syrup coming down yeah um no i imagine that yes like you start with smaller uh, windows that you install and work your way up and I, I feel confident if like you know i had some sort of training i could do some other sort of um <clears throat> construction type tasks you know like uh hammering measuring mm -hmm. sawing things all that stuff I feel I could learn. Um, specifically windows, I would be like, no, I'm not even going to apply for it. I'm not, I'm, yeah. I'm good. <laughs> it's, is, is there any other comedic task? Like, yeah. like, hey, go pick up all those rakes or something that like, mm -hmm. would be a comedic. Right. Could I be like the hot, like um, the steel riveter guy that like <laughs> accidentally drops like the hot rivets down, like, you know, yeah. into somebody's pants? Uh, maybe. I did read that those guys wouldn't <clears throat> if they were crews and if their crewmate didn't show up that day they just wouldn't work because they're not going to trust a different rivet guy like i'm oh. not mm. this i'm a rivet catcher but i only catch for this rivet tosser so yeah yeah saddle jeff saddle. <laughs> Whew, it's getting steamy here okay all right uh richard what's your first one uh i'll stay with the one that i think is somewhat related to this um to the glass installer and I'll, I'll go with a, a, a billboard installer or a graphics installer, any sort, oh, of, okay. yeah. any sort of large scale graphics like that, mm -hmm. whether it's a window cling, something that goes on a door or something that goes on a big billboard. So I have no sense of spatial relations. <laughs> like I just, <laughs> I just don't. Like if, if you ask me to make a sign and, you know, it's supposed to have like, say it's supposed to have say welcome and it has like seven, you know, seven letters on it. Yeah, I will get three letters down, and I'm three quarters of the way through the sign. But then yeah. I have to try. You have to cram "come" C O M E. Yeah, into like this little space about like that big. So I my, just my, my five and a half year old son who is learning to write is going through the same sort of things where it's like F E L I X, no space yeah. between the next word, <laughs> and it just runs together. So mm -hmm. I I can totally see exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I, I I never progressed past whatever a fifth grader learns with that, um, and just 
Look, it, it looks, and I, I, I worked for a company that did this for, for a short period of time doing marketing. And I would go to installations to take photos and do videos and things like that. And it, it just feels like something that is like, imagine trying to do something fiddly, like try and line up like a sticker correctly. Yeah. Doing that at scale with yeah. like heavy, heavy machinery. Mm-hmm. I just feel like that the, the odds of me screwing that up and putting something on slightly crooked and then you have to somehow peel the whole thing off, but then it doesn't really peel right. So then it rips and then whoops, there's a $20,000 installation that we just screwed up. The odds of that happening to me would be high. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I, that would be one that I would be not, not be applying for anytime soon. It's interesting. I, I, I do find like that same confidence. You probably, I, I would be just as afraid to do the job that you're describing as I would to do like a surgical procedure or something. I think it just, I just don't know if I have the, <laughs> the emotional fortitude to be in there doing that, right. doing that thing. Uh, these are so far, these have only been like Sesame street jobs. Like was it, was it, what was that in the early Sesame street, that 10 coconut cream pies guy, or, or there was also a guy who would like paint, paint uh, the number seven on a, on a hamburger bun or something. Like yeah. Mustard. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the tough jobs. Okay. All right. Uh, what do you got, Michael? Uh, my second choice is a truck driver, like a long haul trucker, oh. long haul uh, truck. I mean, there's no other word. For it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, we, over the past weekend, made a trip up to Northern California, up to some place that was about an hour, hour and a half north of Sacramento, San Francisco. And it was like, you know, seven hour drive seven plus including you know the kid getting out to pee a hundred times and food and whatever all these different things but like i don't know seven hours was a long a long ways in a car and i don't have the best um night vision Mm. and just i just can't that's like a lifestyle there's a loneliness to it there's a you know a solitude to it but there's also like you got to be like a kind of strong and you got to be tough and you got to like not have all this stuff affect you. And I, I feel very affected by everything. Yeah. I feel like, um, I mean, you know, the lights on this that we're recording is a little too bright for me right now, to be honest. And um, <laughs> like being on the road and like raining and like next to like a cliff that you could drive off of. Uh, see our, our recent episode about dreams and the car flying off the cliff and just, like, I like to listen to podcasts, you know? Mm-hmm. I like to go, I'd like a long podcast. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'd like uh, to listen to that many podcasts while driving around. Yeah. Uh, See, Mark, that's, why can... you get a, that's why you get a pet orangutan. Oh, of course. <laughs> and also a, <laughs> record a podcast with him. Yeah. Also a partner in case you get into a fight at the local bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I would, I think you'd, might also wonder is this the right convoy to be a part of is this a, a cool liberal convoy that i'm getting up involved oh, yeah. in or oh. this, yeah i'd have to learn cores like yeah. into uh into atlanta or wherever you're going <laughs> i'd have to learn all the lingo and yeah. that's just like i know i'm gonna say the wrong the, somebody's wrong handle and uh they're all gonna descend upon yeah. me yeah it's not rubber duck i'm teddy bear <laughs> come on man <laughs> uh 
I can't even imagine. I, also, the number of times that I pull in front of a truck driver, a, a semi, and I see that guy dial down his brakes or put on his brakes because he has to keep a certain amount of distance in front of him. I think like, God, I, I'm the one asshole number one million today that this guy has had to uh, do uh, emergency slowdown procedure for like, that would just drive me insane. Yeah. I can't be in traffic as it is. And to see those guys just get stuck in, uh, in highway traffic, it's like, ugh, hats see, off to I you. I think this would be one I would actually be okay at. I love it. Mind doing long drives. I've never had a problem, and I used to. I used to drive up to when I was in college down here. I would drive up to the Central Valley, which is you know three and a half, four hours, um, at a at a stretch. And I would drive up to you know when after we left college, Sarah's family was in the uh, Bay Area, so we would do that drive fairly regularly and I did most of the driving. So I don't know. I don't mind. I wouldn't mind it so much. I think I would be okay at that or being like an Uber driver. Hmm. I think I'd be okay at that. What is it that you, you where do you, where does your brain go? Do you, do you just kind of have enough uh, mental fortitude to go to a happy place or something like that? Yeah. Just kind of zone out, man. Uh-huh. Sort of become one with the road. Very Zen. Zen and the art of, semi-truck maintenance you know okay okay uh all right all right all right all right all right all right uh richard what's your second all right you kind of mentioned it um surgeon oh wow okay i think i would be a with the right training i don't know maybe or maybe not i would be a decent doctor i i don't Mm -hmm. know but i know one thing's for sure i do not have the the hand-eye coordination and the, the 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 fine motor skills needed to be a surgeon. Mm-hmm. I can barely sew on a button hmm. without pricking <laughs> yeah. myself with a needle. Now, if you're going to ask me to like sew, sew someone's aorta back in place or something like that, uh, I think that might be above my my skill level. Yeah. What, also, what is it? I, is it the size of things? Like, what if you yeah. were like a surgeon on like a like like a guy or like a yeah king yeah, kong yeah. or something like could you like do you think that you'd have the ability to like operate like a crane to do or like those you know those like one of those uh big uh uh aliens type you know loader driver things yeah. to kind of <laughs> sew a needle through like a you know giant lizard's heart i could probably do that i think it is okay. the size of it i think our our, our tiny human bodies are yeah. so delicate that i would just yeah. be like Hulk smashing my way through people's mm-hmm. like intestines and things like that. Yeah. And I still think it would go very well. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, if you, if anyone has seen me try to sew something in place, they would know you don't want your, you know, internal organs being treated <laughs> with the same loving care that I, I give a, a needle and thread. I, now, I have a I, question about that real quick. Cause your wife is an expert seamstress. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, do you think that your skills are just in comparison to hers? Like you have a you have a direct person to compare your sewing skills to in the family. I mean, Emily's yeah too. She's done some stuff um, on my side, but like you probably have such a higher bar to try to clear as this person that is just great at this that you're probably maybe your skills are better than you think. I oh, mean, don't, I don't, don't come near me with a scalpel, but <laughs> right. 
<laughs> no, I don't think so. I, I I never have had that sort of like fine motor skill for like small, delicate things. I have very short and stubby hands. Show them. There, I'm seeing them on Show the Show your hands. If you guys are watching on the YouTube stream, oh, boy. Which you can do, then you will see that I have very stumpy fingers. Most downloads ever. Yeah. Now let me now let me show my feet. We can really get, some, uh, get that SEO going. But no, I just don't have. I, I'm my hands are not made for doing fine work. Mm -hmm. You haven't said anything about the emotional demands, um, either the stress or the dealing with loss of life or. Um, and, yeah. And, uh, yeah. What if you? What if Richard said, "You know, what I would love to do is to go tell families that their loved one has passed." <laughs> Right. Oh my God. <laughs> That's, that would be the best part of the job. Worst part of the job, occasionally losing a scalpel in somebody. Can you imagine if he's like, okay, oh, this is the part of the job I love. <laughs> Sorry to inform you. Yeah. With a tone all wrong in my voice. No, I, you know, I, I, I am the type of person that when working on a physical project, I tend to take longer than most people do. Yeah. So if the, if there's any sort of surgery that had like a time element to it, like we've got two hours for you to be able to sew this heart up, I think I would be panicking at about hour thirty when I realize yeah. I won't be halfway done. Yeah, I think that would be the other part of it. Uh huh. What was that? You were no, being sorry, played off by <laughs> they were they they were being played off by the the, the stage the, manager. The, or, <laughs> the Oscars orchestra just came in. And, uh. Yeah, I can imagine them um, wheeling the body off to the morgue while I'm saying, I'm still sewing him up. He died two hours ago. No, I'm good. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, so we are at our halftime. And at this point, uh, we want to invite everybody who was uh, sent here from LinkedIn, the group on LinkedIn jobs you'll be bad at, uh, and career advice for people who are bad at every job. Uh, if you found us through that link um we want to invite you to stay for other episodes about uh careers and jobs that other persons are bad at like maybe cult leaders or mm. or swindlers or politicians or because uh, that's one thing we talk about i think a lot on this podcast is people are bad at things and then i'll follow also a few of us topic suggestion we'd love to hear it we haven't gotten it in a while but we'd love to hear it and send it our way and so now uh i think it's yeah. You yeah. got this, Jeff. You got this. <laughs> uh, man, uh, Michael's going to give us his third choice. <laughs> Yay! Uh, right. Sorry, right, my third choice. No, you're good. My third choice is um, uh, uh, like a food taster for like some sort of king or dignitary. <laughs> I, I, you Since know, your I have resilience. Been... You're, you're yeah. so, you're so resilient to poison. They would never know. <laughs> you know, I, I have not uh, a very uh, well-developed palate and there are certain things that I just won't eat. So I feel like being in a position where like your life is literally on the line, mm -hmm. um, you got to do two things. One, you got to be like starving all the time, right? Like it's a job that one, you got to be willing to be like, I'm just so hungry all the time. I got it. I'm willing to take this chance for, you know, this some um, pompous um, uh, royalty figure. Mm -hmm. But then you also got to like, you know, not mine, the taste of just about everything. And me, yeah. like, I don't like, I really like avocado. What if the king likes <laughs> avocado? That's a, that's a bad look for me. 
I'm not going to do well in this job. Yeah. The, the food thing is just like, ah, no way. I'm not. Mm-hmm. Listen, we live. I'm not a big seafood guy. What if this is like, yeah. a, you know, Namor? That I'm trying food for. Yeah. He's all seafood. All of, like his, I mean, it's his friends, his family, seafood. I think. Yeah, 100% yeah. seafood. He does a little serp and turf, probably. Namor, mm-hmm. wouldn't you think? But like just the tasting food, testing food, um, that that sort of thing. I don't think this is a job that exists really that much anymore. Mm-hmm. But even so, I, whatever the modern day equivalent of here, try this before it goes to the president. Um, I would be like, I'm just, you know, I'm going to just go hang out in the like anti-work subreddit and like complain about <laughs> a comparison to what's expected of me and go from there. Mm-hmm. What do you think? There's a there's probably a drink. Do you think the the drink guy is the same guy as the food guy? Like, oh, you take yeah. A sip? yeah. They're, they're, they're right there. Yeah. I mean, they, listen, I, I'm having boba. I don't want the little tapioca balls. Like those little things like that. Like eh, it might mm-hmm. be delicious. There's a whole lifestyle like mm-hmm. revolved around that thing. But if like the queen of Denmark that I was the uh, you know taster for all of a sudden is like I'm really into boba now, I'd be like, ah, mm-hmm. you can have your uh, your fish and your boba. I'm out. Sorry. What if it's poison? What if it just? I, I just don't want that that mouth feeling of whatever mm-hmm. that is. Huh, the mouth feeling of arsenic. Is yeah. <laughs> Now I know you you're the guy who ate pizza every week for I don't know, every night <laughs> how how much pizza you ate. So it wasn't exactly about um it wasn't like uh mm-hmm. wh- what would be the would there be a ch- oh so I knew a guy who was a DJ uh and he loved rock music, rock and pop, but he was a country DJ because he said he had heard don't DJ the music you like, you'll just hate it. So what if you mm-hmm. had to taste the food you like? Would that be bad or do you think because now it's work. That's interesting. Um, Maybe not. I mean, it's just, it's just a, it's like a sliding scale. I mean, everything could be awful. Yeah. You could get to okay. the point where pizza can, pizza, pizza can be made awful. Yeah. That like, am I a pepperoni pizza taster? Huh, okay. Maybe. Yeah. Sure. You know, still, still worried about that poison though. You know, it's not just, it's not just whether it tastes good or not. It's like, yeah, if I bite it, am I going to be curled up on the floor and like spazzing out? Right? Yeah, this feels uh, like a key and peel sketch. There's something mm. in here that's a key and peel <laughs> sketch. I'm not sure what it is. Or the guy who's like tasting it, but he's got to bite the burger. You got to bite, but you're like a real lippy person, like. And they're like, um, oh, just, just teeth, just a that, nibble. See, that's the way to get around. I appreciate, you know, I appreciate that guy in in any sort of cartoon or movie. I yeah. appreciate the person that is like, uh, we watched a Hook recently. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Wonderful movie. That's Steven Spielberg. They should oh. give him a shot. Yeah. He's a real, real good, He's good, uh, good director. Real good. fun stuff. Yeah. Magical, really. And there's a bit where, like, uh, you know, Captain Hook, the Dustin Hoffman character, is sitting there and for dinner. And uh, what's his name's? Uh, oh, Smee. Yeah. Um, Hoskins. Hoskins. Yeah, Bob Hoskins yeah. is me. And like, you know, every third step, he's taking a bite out of it, like a huge turkey leg or like a, a mm-hmm. glug of his, like, uh, you know, goblet. And like, that's a guy that really works. He works hard, but he also enjoys himself. <laughs> All right, man, Freddie. I would be a lousy farmer. Oh. Just, I don't do mornings well. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I feel like that there's a lot of waking up at three in the morning. 
start harvesting yeah. the crops or feeding your yeah. your 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 herd or mm -hmm. whatever it is that going to the going to the uh coffee shop to complain about other farmers about your subsidies or whatever you do at mm -hmm. three in the morning when you're a farmer um and it just seems like hard work man that just <laughs> seems like it's a lot of dusty hard physical activity and even if you're if you own the farm and you're supervising other people who are doing the real backbreaking stuff you're still you know riding around in your tractor all day get dust and god knows what else carcinogens into your lungs for mm -hmm. eight ten hours a day you know you're like i said you're waking up at three in the morning going to bed at 6 p.m mm, that's yeah. not the lifestyle i want to live and i knew a lot of where i grew up i knew a lot of farmers and a lot of farmers kids and you know you'd have to get pulled out of school because it was harvest season and they would miss like a week or two mm -hmm. because there were whatever certain crop they were harvesting the family needed them there and it just seemed like not compatible with modern living yeah like as a society we've moved past ag an agriculture based economy and god bless the fact that there are still I was going to say individual farmers, but at this point, it's 95% Monsanto, I suppose. Mm -hmm. God bless Monsanto for being out there to provide yeah. me with all the food that I eat, because I'm sure glad I don't have to grow it myself. Also, I'm lousy at growing things. I'm not a, I do not have a green thumb by any stretch of the imagination. So I can't imagine having vineyards or some vineyards or something like that would be anything that would work well for me. I would make raisins even if I was trying to make grapes. Let's put it that way. Hmm. I feel like, yeah, because earlier on, I think, I think you could do well with the big combines because you're talking about like, it would be easier for you to, we were determining that it'd be easier for you to, to let, rather than do LASIK with a tiny little laser to work right. on God, Godzilla's toe or something like that. I feel like that's, that's you out in those combines, you know, the big thing. I, I like, I like yeah. loose clothing though, so that's a problem. With the pretty baggy overall. Oh wow, well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, you know, all you know, the, you all of the scarves that you usually wear was just yeah, that's just asking <laughs> in the combine. <laughs> you know, I imagine too, uh, Richard. Like if you were a, a grape farmer, and then um, it was like you know Richard's grape vineyard, and then you know, it did get reduced raisins. You'd have to change the sign and then that you're back at your issue number what, two? Yeah. No, number one. one. Yeah. yeah. You're in yeah. Double, tr double trouble right there. You got right. to paper that over and then you're just like, oh my God, what am I doing? Yeah, the sign would say, well, even to start off with, the sign would say vine and then yard would be like mm -hmm. below. <laughs> really close, so. that, that reminds me of every time I've signed an office like a, a good luck card, you know, when somebody comes or a birthday card, they usually bring you the card and a pen and you look and go, where am I going to sign? There's like a little square inch down here. Okay. Yeah. I'll sign, I'll sign something in there. And I never think about what I'm going to say first. So it starts off with like, Hey Dave, you are my, and then like, I run out of room already. <laughs> I feel like such an asshole. Happy birthday, <laughs> Dave. Jeff. Uh, Okay. All right. Winfield, what's the last one? 
uh, I gotta say, I mean, maybe it's um, <clears throat> not very elegant, but like a sanitation worker, anyone working with, um, I don't know, either like human waste or even like mm. trash, anything that like you need to have gloves on, that sort of thing. Mm. I have like a weird like hand feel thing. Like I can't imagine like accidentally grabbing like a, a trash bag. And then the trash bag breaking and then not only it getting like all over your hands and gloves, that's one thing, but then like it gets inside things. No can do like I am like I get like all squidgy and icky if I'm like making like meatballs or like a or like a meatloaf <laughs> and I got to get my hands like in like the, you know, yeah. like a ground beef or heaven forbid, like a ground chicken. Like that's the worst feeling in the world, like anything on my hand and like combine that with like, um, you know. You know, combine that with just like a horrible like shit smell. I don't like. Yeah. Like, and if it's uh, New Jersey, it might be like a leg or like a head or something in there. Yeah, I mean, I don't think one. I don't think you ever get used to that sort of like uh, toilet smell anywhere. Like no yeah. matter what they say. And then I think of like, I don't know, like someone like, like it's just a, the the gloves. That, like if you if you have to put them in the gloves, I don't know. I'm a little just kind of squidgy over it. But you know, like if you say. There are other people though that like, if you like love it, it's not a job. But like, you gotta tell you, got, you know, like someone like, like Mola Ram from Temple of Doom. Like he probably <laughs> like loves what he's doing, right? Like he sticks his hand in there and then he pulls the heart out. And like, I don't know, I uh, I can't imagine like this the, on, on my hand. Like I, you know, but he would be a good surgeon. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't do that either. But like, you know. But it's a job for him too, right? He's getting a, he's getting a paycheck from like, yeah, Dougie LLC, right? Yeah. Do you think like he's, he's like, like ah, it's a living? He's does he have a word for that, there. like a decardification? <laughs> it's like yes, oh, I, I, get oh, to, I bet. I get to, I get to pull a guy's heart out. I don't know, but like any sort of like uh, horrid, smelly, awful thing, mm -hmm. squidgy, gross stuff, especially by my hands, just like fucking. Get it. Is there a job that you have done and got used to an aspect of it that mm, that is like disgusting like that or just like no in the past uh were you ever had you didn't have a choice and so you just had to like and oh, after I a while because I, I I oh oh like 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 remember we we all had to ref games and having mm -hmm, people mm -hmm. upset at you after a while kind of like yeah, it wasn't such, wasn't such a bad thing after. It was always tough because they were always your friends, but like hard to say. I think because they were your friends, it always became just exasperating. And it was like, why are you still getting mad at me? Like, are, yeah, Don't how many conversations? Yeah. I'm not against you. Uh, what is? What are we doing? Yeah. This? I don't know how many times that has been like the ultimate like head hang low just at the end of the night, like. Fucking yelled at my friends again when I run this goddamn league and I yeah. put all this time into it and you're still mad at me because you're terrible at kickball and you, and you <laughs> don't know the rules. I said uh, I'm sorry, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I don't recall you ever yelling at me um, in that way, Richard. I mean, you I only yelled at you when we're on the same team. Yeah, but um, yeah, I I don't know. I don't know if I've nothing that I no job that I've had has ever um have either been out long enough for me to experience that or mm -hmm. be discomforted by it it's a good question though yeah i i've been in situations where i love talking to people about their careers and then learning what the real hard part is like mm. like if you're an uber driver 
Um, and it turns out the hard part is just dealing with people not driving a lot, you know, or I, I, that's one thing I love to find out is, is if you're an airline pilot, do you say, aren't you ever intimidated by flying the big plane? No, the problem is dealing with, uh, uh, you know, passengers or something like yeah, the that. Red tape. Yeah. The... Yeah. I mean, it's the, yeah, with the Uber driver. Yeah. It's probably less the driving and just, you know, at the end of the night, if you're dealing with people who are taking an Uber because they've had too much to drink or whatever, like that's mm -hmm. where, it, like you got to time your Uber driving if that's <laughs> the thing that's the issue, right? Yeah. Stay to the early part of the night where you're dropping people off. Don't pick them up when it's one in the, you know, one in the morning and they're just like, yeah, the, the more of a potential to skip out or, I don't know, yeah. puke yeah. in the place. Yeah. Okay. All right, man, Freddie, your last one. I realized, by the way, that I, I want, because I, I, I'm in my bedroom because my wife is in the other office doing, having a meeting and it bleeds in. And so I'm holding the mic and I feel like Phil Donahue right now. <laughs> there's a, yeah, there's a little bit of that stuff happening. <laughs> um, my last choice, this is the one that got me thinking about the topic in the first place. Um, it is a drive through window cashier. Oh, yeah. Like, you want to talk about needing to multitask. You know, anytime I go through the drive through and I actually get to the, the first window where they're paying, the guy or gal has to be talking to the person who's making the order, entering in the order, also taking my money, giving me my change, interacting with me, usually at the same time. And that's just... Yeah. For whatever minimum wage they're getting paid, that level of having to be able to, like I said, multitask and handle multiple conversations at the same time while doing multiple inputs on machines at the same time, that feels really difficult to me. Yeah. Now, I worked at a Baskin Robbins when I was in college and partially, you know, you would take orders. But that was different because there wasn't, there really wasn't, you just took orders at the front. And so a person would come up, you you know, put in, okay, double scoop of this and this, 547, here's your change. It was a one-on-one -on -one interaction. I never had to have multiple things happening at the same time. Mm -hmm. And I just, I'm not a great multitasker to begin with. And I just feel like that that's the sort of job that would be easy to get very harried at very quickly. Mm-hmm. I would I would be the guy everyone's yelling at because I'm backing up the uh, the the line of cars because I can't do more than one thing at once. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like a nightmare to me. I just can't because you're living in the past. Like even for me, if I'm like today, I had to send invites. I had to schedule um, video interview, a schedule schedule a filming in Central Time from East Coast Time. And I'm used to doing that when I'm not, when I'm in my time and they're in their time, but I'm going to be in central time, but I'm scheduling it in East, East Coast time. It's called, oh. all you do is subtract an hour. <laughs> <laughs> and it's freaking me out every single time. So the idea that you would be talking, you, you would see guy in the present and be talking to person in the future. <laughs> And right. worried, did you give change to the person in the past? Like that, that would be a nightmare. Yeah, I just it just feels like, in terms of, 
in terms of what you're how you're compensated for it versus the amount yeah. of skill it actually takes to do it is such a gulf. And yeah. then you have to deal with just asshole customers, you know? Yeah. You just have to deal with with people yelling at you because, you know, they don't know what's on the menu and they want to order something that's, that you know, they're Burger King and they want McNuggets mm-hmm. or whatever it happens to be, you know? It yeah. just seems like nightmare fuel. This has been a very pro worker acknowledging the uh, uh, the 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 challenges of some jobs that perhaps uh, do not get recognized that often. I think also if we were if we were on Sesame Street, none of us would be the people in the neighborhood. No, would, none of us would be the people that you meet each day. <laughs> I would be the blue guy yelling at Grover because there's a fire. <laughs> What's his name, Mister? I forget. So he said, "Ah, I forget what his name is." Okay. All right, guys, this is fun. This has been fun. This has been fun. Uh, going with farmer because uh, up with farmers. Going with plate glass transporter because that is very <laughs> that. And uh, this is for uh, my buddy Todd J or Todd Ray. Sorry, Todd Ray, uh, truck driver because that's a tough job and he's a truck driver or was for a while. And then also going um, with food taster because that was that's pretty left field, but for sure, very interesting. So this has been the Mount Rushmore of jobs Richard and Michael would be bad at. Uh, I'm Jeff. I'm Richard. I'm Michael. 